Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's Wednesday. I am one seven days away. Wait, wait, period in seven days. I just checked my flow app because Ooh. I'm just feeling just so gross today. And I'm like, what day of my cycle <laughs> is this where my vagina feels like an armpit? Just like kind of <laughs> like an undeodorized arm. Do you know what I'm saying? Where it just like yes. is weeping. Not in a oh. um, yeast infection way, but it's just like sweating and like feels <laughs> gross. And... Yeah. And I I feel heavy. My boobs feel heavy. My like skin feels heavy. My arms feel like old librarians' arms. My leg, my Lululemon leggings. I am now <laughs> avoiding certain Lululemon leggings because they're too tight. That is when you know things are not as they should be. When uh, don't even I don't even bother looking at the jeans anymore. I I've worn the same size jeans for four. Fall, winter, season, spring seasons in a row for f- five, maybe six years. Maintained it. 
it's time to retire them. They're not, it's not going to happen. All of my jeans are my skinny jeans now. And they are, <laughs> I am at the stage of a woman where the, your body starts to change and you're just going to get bigger from now on. And that's okay. It just happens. It's like, I have to just say goodbye to those pants, but I, to avoid certain Lululemon leggings, like I have my ones that are like, those are my skinny leggings. They're <laughs> leggings. They stretch to any size practically. I mean, I know that they're, I'm just like feeling so blech, but yeah. it's seven days away. That's it. And you know what? I paid $8 for this fucking app to tell me that. And that is, this is the, you know, the cunt tax, I guess is what they call it. If you have a vagina <laughs> and you have to pay for things that men don't have to pay for. Do you pay for any apps? That tell you what, what when I need to when your jerk balls off. are yeah. yeah when my balls are full <laughs> yeah yeah if I'm have... six days away my balls feel like a wet like locker room towel <laughs> and just heavy I, I, I don't mean no. to make this a sexist thing but it's just no, like no, I look at, at my apps and I'm do you ever look at the apps that you've subscribed to and you're like oh I've been paying for this yeah, like I... learn how to play piano app for fourteen years. <laughs> Yeah. For twenty nine ninety nine a month or whatever. And I think I'm, I'm paying like, to learn how to download an app. I'm paying for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm paying twenty dollars a month. To, <laughs> Do you ever look at your subscriptions? Yes, to see? Dude, what, what apps are you paying for right the now? The other I'm day, interested. I bought video game a video game app where you can't you can't upload these video games without having insane amount of memory, or you have to be locked into a Wi-Fi. So I bought like an arcade thing that was like on the airplane i had whatever anxiety and i was like oh i'll just play nba jam to feel normal again and yeah. i couldn't download it so i'm paying and i haven't canceled it yet mm -hmm. where do i go for that where are subscriptions so i always just google cancel subscription and then um and then it's probably like the third thing down it shows you are you guys doing it right now yeah it <laughs> it's goes like to you're support doing right apple and yeah. you go if you want to cancel subscription gotcha. from apple and then you go to that and you click on the cancel a subscription blue button <laughs> and then you see all your they make it so hard to I find i just had to pay for that now everything let's see um i have so i'm paying for apple tv 4.99 i'm paying for discovery plus 6.99 i'm paying for flow period trucker app 7.99 <laughs> hbo max 14.99 insta size which is a thing that really oh. bothers me with instagram photos where people will post them and it'll i'm a big proponent of like photos should be they're a certain size for a reason. Like they look good when you edit them because they're the whole size and I need that whole thing to fit in the tiny little box and it'll crop it weird. Ugh. So Insta size crops it so you can keep your whole photo in that. Well, that's $4.99 a month just to have pl pleasant looking photos. They have a free New York version. Times crossword puzzle, $6.99 a month. New York Times subs digital subscription, $49.99 once, once a year. Oh. Uh, waking up um, meditation app, $100 a year, but that also gets me access to Sam Harris's extended podcast and all that stuff. Uh, YouTube premium, $15.99 a month. I am somehow not showing certain things that I think I paid for, but maybe I paid for it in a different way, so it's not showing on my phone. Like Spotify, I pay for it because I don't have... Yeah, I pay for that too, but, but I don't see it on here. here. Spot mm. Yeah, they trick you by hiding it. You probably have to Ooh. go to the app. Huh? Oh yeah, you, you probably, probably have to Spotify go into app, the app. Do you have yeah. any apps there that you're so being I just have for? repost, which is so you could repost like a photo or a video from either someone else or Dude, from just your... screen record or text that person to send it to you. That'll save you so much. Yeah, and when you do repost, they put that little stamp on the bottom. I guess if you pay, they remove the. It's a dollar ninety nine a week. Oh no, but, Andrew, yeah. get that off there. Cancel it right now. Yeah, I'm canceling. Okay, this is we're cleaning up shop. And then I got um. 
anal leakage i don't know why i'm paying for that I don't, yeah not, i mean no. that seems like something you'd want to unsubscribe from but <laughs> maybe you get that for free <laughs> <laughs> good boy noah <laughs> you would think noah i'm unsubscribing from discovery plus what am what am i do, doing that for because what? you watch one show oh, one I show guaranteed one show yeah on one that. show that's how they get yeah, you called sex life and you know what fuck that show <laughs> bye oh you never saw it either no i watched it but uh, not, I'm, youtube I'm i pay it. for premium uh-huh. i guess apple yeah. tv so 14.99 right apple tv and apple arcade apple arcade is gone i gotta get rid of this bitch okay Cancel i just bought headspace for a year but unwittingly i downloaded yeah. like i i subscribed to the two week trial and i was like okay i'm gonna delete it unless mm-hmm. i really want to keep it remember when i texted yes. you like two weeks ago and i'm like will you be my meditation accountability partner yes yes <laughs> so i was on a like streak <laughs> Yeah, I was on a streak and then I stopped and I'm like, I don't know if I really like this app too much. And then I forgot to um, Cancel after unsubscribe, but it was kind yeah. of like on purpose so that I would keep it so that I feel like I'm yeah, forced to use it. I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Where so you, you got to use it because now you've bought it. So it's like you got to yes. use it. You won't. But I mean, it's not going to affect I have it. if you will or won't. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so freaking hard. I bought a productivity app called Fabulous Daily Habit Tracker. You know how on Instagram (laughs) they get you? They'll be like, yes. They'll they just get you. Click on yeah. um, All my Instagram ads are always about productivity, meditation, breath work. um, (laughs) That's why Instagram is free. Fertility (laughs) updates, um, losing weight. Like it's all they they like know what I want, even though I don't even ask for that. It's so annoying, man. They're listening. They track you. That's why it's free. It was the first it's time. Your period tracker tells them everything. That's a they smell a good your blood point. and they're like, "This girl needs some vitamin D." Or they know something. what I want. They know I need <laughs> stretchier <laughs> leggings right about now. Yeah, and like, you're guaranteed you're going to get an a ad dumpling for like service. A pants two sizes bigger. Advertisements what? for dumplings. For dumplings. I just like looking at them. I don't even want to eat them, <laughs> but I do like. I'm almost like you with Halsey, like licking my phone. But I'm not. I shall not have that. I can't, I can't, aff- I can't get new pants. I just don't want to do it. It's not about like, I know I'd feel better in new pants. I just don't want to. I like those jeans I've had. I like you them. You break They're in cute. jeans. You break it, you feel. They start getting holes around the, um, the belt loops, you know, cause that's where you're hiking them up and like trying to like pull them. And then they start getting, lo- the seams get loose there and the belt loops start giving out. I've been through this before. <laughs> I was a why a do I feel like you have school. like you know how they hang jerseys on the wall of like retired yeah. players like you have <laughs> do that a whole thing of your jeans a jeans wall I'll just be like year oh, oh, 2011 through 2013 and these. I bought some like really fun like oversized baggy like good American Kardashian um oversized like boyfriend jeans. Because they had all these supermodels wearing them where they, you know, Emily Ratajkowski with that fucking luge um, divot down her stomach. (laughs) This looks like an ice luge that I went to at a frat party down her stomach. So I see all those girls where they're just like wearing them around their hips and they have these tiny stomachs and they just look like so cozy and tiny. The problem is really, really thin women, like model-esque thin women look amazing in oversized clothes. They They look look tinier. But if you're just anything other than that, you're going to look bigger Dude, than when you put on oversized clothes. I bought these. I went with these and said it is slim. I just, it makes my legs just look shorter. Wait, right? I can't tell. You don't think they look... 
Wait, well, I don't know. Are those black I, you, jeans? I don't know what you're telling me right now. So I, I bought, bought these I bought, instead I bought of these slim. Instead of slim. So oh, these are a little baggier, baggier yeah. but I'm five nine, so I just look like four eleven because they're baggy. A tall guy could get away with baggy clothes. Right, right, right. A short right. guy can't. So I'm like just agreeing with you. Like that, these make yes. my legs look just shorter. Like yeah. I can't get away with it. Like these, this big t-shirt look that girls do. I love wearing a big t-shirt with um. You know, uh, bike tiny bicycle, shorts, yeah. cycling shorts. Yeah, bike shorts. You could pull um, that off. I but it. I've seen pictures where I'm like, ooh, that you just look <laughs> b bigger. You don't look like a little tiny girl swimming in something. It just, it just doesn't work. And so these pants that I bought, I bought four pairs just on a fucking whim, being like, I need comfortable jeans that are like just round the house sexy jeans <laughs> that I walk out and you know my my fucking hip bones are jutting out of the top. And everyone wants to fuck me because I'm like, I'm just so tiny in these little jeans. I don't even know how to keep them up. And I need a big old boyfriend's belt. And um, they are tight on me. They don't They don't fit. They are, they are also jeans that are, they actually fit me perfectly. And it's insulting that these <laughs> jeans that are supposed to be me like scuba diving I love diving the idea them. of you just buying jeans so you can be like these are too big I can't fucking yeah I, I wanted to that's what I wanted they're it's taking okay. a room in your apartment in your closet oh, oh god man. yeah it's it is just... funny when like a girl's like I'm wearing ever, mom jeans do you ever eat because you think it might make you thinner like do you ever I mean do you ever eat because you are so sad about not like how much you've eaten or like you just you are so sad about like these pants don't fit and you kind of convince yourself it might be something proactive to do like for me i just don't know what to do besides eat or sleep so anymore so if you're feeling overweight you lean into like and then you not eat. good in yeah. my body whether it's like just itchy skin dry my face feels craggy and old but you I don't feel like you're doubling eating, down like you're like, well, fuck it. I'm already feeling big. No, I might it's as not well. a fuck it. It's like actually, it, this will help me in some way. It's so how hard weird. Are you, how hard and fast well, are you I chewing? Eat healthy <laughs> things. <laughs> so maybe that's it. I feel like eating healthy things is better than eating no things. Well, there's a thing to eating five small meals that apparently in an afternoon. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, yeah, and I'm just also, you know, whenever this stuff happens, it's just depression. And I just saw yeah. a meme yesterday that was like, when my regular depression meets seasonal depression, and it's just like a thing on top of a thing. Like and a then like the weather storm. outside is just like, the sun is going away, vitamin D is sucked out of that, I don't even, science, and um, <laughs> just feeling bedraggled. I can't get out of bed until 11 o'clock every single day. And after this podcast, I'm going back to bed. I'm going to LA on Monday and I'm supposed to have like a productive life and I'm supposed to be like getting back <laughs> into work. And I'm just like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. All I want to do is sleep. And I think about mothers and like people who have responsibilities. And I seriously feel like I, or women that are just have actual autoimmune disorders that make them tired. Mm -hmm. I, I feel so bad for people who are chronically s sleepy. I just don't know how they do it. I'm so tired all the time. I mean, it's. Do you debate in the morning of getting out of? Is it always a constant debate? Like no, it's. I open my eyes and I go, no. 
I don't want to be. I, I just go. Is I hope it's still because my room's so dark. I just hope it's four in the morning. Yeah, and it's so that like, I have it's like noon. And if and it's eight, like, I go okay. <laughs> early. My new four in the morning is eight because I don't get up till eleven. So yeah. it still feels like this is great. So then I just keep going because if I'm awake, I'm just gonna eat. Yeah, I'm just gonna eat, and I'm and I'm bored. I don't. I haven't been inspired to do. And I know it's like, oh, you should go do things and like i just don't want to do anything though i don't want to do anything except um and i can't watch anything because i have no one to watch stuff with and i get bored doing that so i just i go to starbucks to write yesterday i walked in there and i went to write i wrote for 20 minutes which is like more than enough for me i got a lot done in that time i just like it spilled out and then i was like okay i'm done and i felt accomplished i'm packing up my laptop and this guy is like who is sitting next to me the whole time and i think does not even notice me or like doing his own thing he's like done for the day and i'm just like no yes <laughs> you know what <laughs> definitely i and now i'm grossed out i don't want to go back to starbucks i don't want men like watching what i'm doing and like waiting mm. for me to get up so they can say something and i know i've complained before about men not hitting on me but <laughs> i do not want to be like commented on about i don't especially know. your work your work the work done for the day and i go yeah. To, and he got there after I did, so he didn't know how long I worked for. You know what I mean? So I could have been there hours before he sat down. He could have just. What time was it? He's probably just like a, four yeah, thirty like, or something like that. Well, a real work ethic goes to five. You know, that's a real work day. I can't believe people who who work like I actual long hours. Writing I can't do or, it. I can't. You know, I can't go to a coffee shop and mm-hmm. feel comfortable enough to like be productive. I. F- I That's feel the only everything. place I, I can feel comfortable really? working because it's you're accountable. There are people right next to you. It's kind of like the atmosphere of like you work here, and because it's performative. That's true. That's the only way I work is if there's something on the line <laughs> where someone's expecting something out of me, and they're right next to me. Like I just. That's very. Well, you were honest. doing that one thing where you. Uh, oh yeah, I used to. Respons- what was it called? I forget. What it was, you, you hold a held accountable yeah, you, with someone else. I forget what it was called. It was oh, it was like something workmate or something. And you go and you get randomly assigned to someone else yeah. who wants to work for fifty minutes, and you both have a talk on like video about what you're going to work on, mm-hmm. and then you check in fifty minutes later, and you're both there, and your cameras are both on, like making you accountable. So it kind of brings the Starbucks library type atmosphere to your computer. And I used to do that a lot and get stuff done. When I used to have like things due, but now there's nothing due. It's kind of just like um, you have to manage your own time. That's the difficult thing when you don't have like a nine to five, and you yes. have to hold yourself accountable. Yeah, it's, I think I used to make to do lists of like I'll do this from this. There was a time during the pandemic when I was so depressed. I had some like intervention methods of like this is what you need to do. You don't have a choice, and it was like every day make your schedule. The well, day before. I mean, when you are in LA, you'll have more things to keep from thinking about stuff like, you know, you'll have more things to do potentially. I don't, I don't know. know if that's a Chris good idea. Chris will be at thing. work all day. I'll just be like, I've lived in, I'm living yeah. in Santa Monica. I've lived there before. Oh, is that where you decided? Yeah. And um, it's just like, I just, I'll, it, it, I'm actually already nauseated by like all these green <laughs> juice perfect bodied women with like like straight hair and their little flirty ponytails and they're just they're matchas that they sip on like i will finish a grande matcha in one sip and they just go and they just little sips 
And like they can like milk the, one for all day long and they like carry it around and it gets like little water at the top because it's like the ice is melted because they're just like, I don't know, I'm just like not that into it. And ugh, and they have their just yoga clothes on and they don't have, I don't know, I just can't take it. Get like a longboard skateboard, you in the morning, just riding I, down. That's more my look. I look like a homeless beach man. <laughs> I really do. Ugh, I'm Lean just into depressed. it. Yeah. It's, hey, look, I mean, it comes out very funny. I'll tell you that. Like, yeah. This depression's hilarious. I know. I've been <laughs> making good. my friends laugh on the group chat because I'm just like, <laughs> just questioning things like, why? I'm not even trying to be funny. Why do we like men? Like, why are we attracted to them? Like, what is the point? And then there was this other thing of like, just not feeling like a woman, like my, you know, friend Kirsten is like, oh, I'm making fall pots, where it's just like these pots you put on your front doorstep that are like winter foliage, I guess, that yeah. just, you know, can withstand the cold temperatures. And I'm like, why, why is that a thing? And how do you know about this? And like, why am I not a real woman that's ever heard of fall pots? And why would that not interest me? Why you're going to like on, this is what I'm talking about when girls have days off and they're like, Nikki, you need a day off. And I know I go, I don't because it would mean me going to the plant store and like walking around with a big ass cart and having to get a bag of soil and then a, some pickup. <laughs> it's just too much. There's always something I'm not doing. Fall pots. What is a fall and pot? It's What's a the pot difference? you put on your front porch that has wintry foilage that doesn't oh, like, you so know, it succumb doesn't to the, need the has sun like as pine much. Cones. What? Yes. Oh, and I said, gosh. why? Or like poinsettias or, you know, mums. And I'm like, why not a tree? Why not a long, like, why is it a pot? Like, who determined that this is the thing? I want to be Kelly Ripa. I want to just be a woman that just does everything, that could be in entertainment, can look stunning on shows, has a, hu a sense of humor, likes to bake, has kids that love her, has a husband that she still has, like, a great relationship with. Like, how do these women have it all? And that it also drinks wine and doesn't have a problem with it, like, still has, like, flirty fun times with her husband and, like, it's just I impossible. Mean, this, the non-funny answer is that she definitely has the same kind of thoughts and same kind of sadness, and it's, you don't see it because. But she she Pilates it out. Maybe. And I stay. I don't, I doubt Kelly Ripa has been through. What if you 40 did? What if you did this? Months of her life where she couldn't get out of bed. Like I have wasted so much of my life in my room, dark room, when the sun is shining outside. That, yeah. For more months of my Why life you than I probably spent not. You are a fall pot. <laughs> reach out Why to Kelly reach Ripa? Out to her and like spend a day with Kelly Ripa. You know, like I, if her. I had a TV show, that would maybe be a fun thing to pitch on a TV show. That's a great idea. How to fill a day. We'll be back with Kelly Ripa right after this. Andrew! Coming. It's me, Kelly. I'm so happy. Pilates all day. Love my husband. Nine pack. Nine <laughs> pack. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. 
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed. Cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Let's um, let's skip any more of my blathering about how sad I am and inadequate when really everything's just great and I have nothing <laughs> to complain about. And honestly, the only thing that makes me okay right now is the fact that 
whenever I get jealous of another woman right now in my yeah. life, I go, we're probably going to die from nuclear war at the same time. And do- it doesn't matter. No, she's and just all gonna these get women tanner. that are getting pregnant <laughs> and working on their fertility. And I'm jealous of them because I wish I wanted to do that. I'm like, they're going to die in eight weeks too. We're all going to perish at the same time. I love and the our idea. skin's all going to melt off at the same time. And your eggs that you froze are all going to melt in that lab that you froze them. <laughs> I, honestly, these are my thoughts lately. I, my next special is going to be a dark one because I've been putting this all down and I'm like, I'm not a bad person. I, it's not like I make no, these, these things happen. Thoughts. I'm you have just to time thinking it. dark things. You're like if you have Notre to time Dame it one is week. like one week, Sorry. what? Before your Go period. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my special? Yeah. You should do yeah. all your writing when you feel like your vagina is an armpit. Well, I've been writing yes. down my dark <laughs> thoughts, like my really dark thoughts where I like wish death upon people yeah. secretly. I think Dahmer's helping me get there because his dad was the like. glasses don't help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing these glasses right now for the fraction of you watching the podcast. It looks very Dahmer-esque. They're very Dahmer-esque. <laughs> yeah. But it's because my face is disgusting right now and I can't <laughs> handle it anymore and I can't look at it and I don't want to be on video. This is a great day. Um, I'm having fun. <laughs> I am. Making fun of my depression. It's actually putting me in a good mood. I hope so. But the dark thoughts I've been like, because on Dahmer, Dahmer's dad, once you get into like later episodes, Dahmer's dad and it's, you know, comes out what he did and he's arrested. Dahmer's dad starts having like these really, he just is placing all the blame on himself. He's like, I had dark, these, I had these thoughts too. I wanted to hypnotize a neighborhood girl so I could control her because that's all what Dahmer wanted to do. He was not someone who even liked to kill people. He only killed people because he wanted them to just be not like nothing. He didn't like enjoy, some guys like enjoy strangling and like get, he didn't get aroused from that. Um, And so his dad felt guilty and his his dad is crying to, um, you know, his wife, Dahmer's stepmom. And he's like, I did this to my boy. I used to have these thoughts. I thought in church about murdering people, what it would feel like to murder someone. And I don't have those thoughts, but it was nice to to hear. (laughs) Yeah, not in church. (laughs) outside the church yeah <laughs> well what are your dark uh, i mean i know but dark I mean, thoughts like, are kind of nothing wrong with having thoughts people no. sometimes you say thoughts and people go oh yeah how, and it's like well it did i didn't do it it's not who you are yeah unless it's your thought you can not, think about murdering people all day long yeah. and i don't i'm not a homicide i don't have homicidal fantasies i just have fantasies of people's lives falling apart that i'm jealous of just because i want them to experience yeah sadness and hurt yeah i just don't want them to have these perfect lives and it's it's a really bad part of me because the thing is they do have sad parts of their lives i just don't see that but i think that sometimes people get so upset for people it's almost like 1984 like thought crimes like you're a bad person because you think it like george orwellian type um things but it's like i am realizing oh my thoughts there's nothing wrong with them. There, I mean, there is if I act on them. But thoughts themselves, I can think anything I want. And I've had some, especially in New okay. York. You know how many times I wanted to throw a baby in a stroller on the track? On the track. But why? Because the baby's crying, or because you're just like angry? Probably because um, I had to get your coffee. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
No, I don't know. I I think it was just like a I've weird. I've never had th- you get my coffee, by the way, because I just don't trust you grabbing the right one. That is something I always get myself. I used to get it when we were whatever, but yeah. So, anyways, back to Gilly. No, and also because I never wanted to be left alone in the Uber with the Uber driver, because you go, I I'll get it. And I'm oh, like, that's oh. why you got it. All yeah, the time. I never wanted to be alone with the Uber driver. You would always leave me alone. And you'd be like, I'll get it, acting like a hero. I'm like, you're not a hero right now. You talk I thought to this you guy. Were being nice you're leaving me with the weird conversation i just don't i mean you could have come with me but i do not want to be in there alone no way so yeah no i mean i don't know why i would want to do that i just like it's just a thought that i think i was just frustrated with my day picking up 19 things of dog shit you know smelling like dog shit feeling like dog shit Or, or were you just joking um, I don't know if I was joking there. I mean, I'm trying to Mine's think. Mine's always like, targeted. Had, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> at someone oh, at who someone I, individual. Who I, I didn't know this baby. Of. I didn't know the baby. I yeah, don't know I've the baby's name. Yeah, i never had aggression <laughs> towards just like randos. Yeah. But I, unless they, they are doing something in that moment. Maybe throwing someone down the stairs in mm, front of me at mm. some point that's walking too slow. And I'm right. just like, let's see them fall yeah. down nine flights. Huh. You know, I was like, I wish there's more flights for them to fall Man, down. Mine gets, mine are more. Specific is interesting because that's like a different, that's like a, is that more or less premeditated? I mean, I think that would be like. Because I don't Dahmer think I've knew, ever had, I, I, mine are never violent. I'll say that. Mine oh. are always like, I hope she falls. <laughs> That's violent-ish. But <laughs> not me pushing her, not me strangling her, not me doing it. Like, or, and so I don't want, I don't want to see the fall. I just want to hear about it later. How does she fall? No, I actually, I don't wish that. I wish on like, um, I hope that she gets broken up with and has to have heartbreak. Okay. I hope that she. Which leads to her I hope she develops. I hope she like, I hope she gets a thyroid condition that makes her gain weight for a few months just so she can see what it's like to not be this skinny bitch that gets whatever she wants and I, by the way these are dark thoughts that are like i really don't wish that on someone i don't i really don't at the end of the day if i really think about it i don't want yeah anyone to feel sad or bad but i think that when i get jealous my jealousy just knows no bounds like i get so jealous of people like but it's it's been this way my whole life i mean i'll get to it um well, I guess I won't get to the thing, but I, I, yesterday I was writing about it and I'm like, it started when I was so young. I may have said this on the podcast before. I remember, because you remember things from your childhood early by the way your parents react or by, by the way someone reacts. If someone goes, oh my God, you know, like you just say dumb things, but if someone really laughs at something you say or someone mm-hmm. is really horrified, it kind of sticks in your head. Yeah. And I remember one time, which this would not have stuck in my head except my mom's reaction was, I was probably seven or eight, and I was like, Mom, I'm never going to have kids. And she was like, okay, Nikki. And I was like, I just don't want them. Because what if I have a daughter, and she's good, that means she's younger than me, and I'll be jealous. I mean, have that and thought I go, at How? eight years old. And I didn't even like men at that time, obviously. I didn't like men until I was yesterday. But where did you hear the younger thing? You, that, right. you've had you the, just, I just picked it up. That's what I'm saying. I just, it like, had to from, come from somewhere. From watching TV, from being yeah. a woman in the world, you just realize like youth equals <laughs> There's something power. amazing, though, know, about being an eight-year-old looking at a four-year-old. And I remember like, my mom. This fucking four-year-old bitch, you think you can? <laughs> no, it was just about me realizing how good I had it. Because I remember yeah. being like, Mom, are you jealous of me because I'm younger than you? Mm. Like, 
you must be because that's the way women feel is like you're jealous of whoever's younger. So I remember she, I remember her head slowly turning. We were like reading a book. I remember it was like barnyard animals or, you know, I remember being very close to her and I remember her head turning and goes, what did you just say? <laughs> and I was like, but you're jealous of me because yeah. I'm young. I'm never going to have a, cause what if I have a daughter? If I have a boy, who cares? But if I have a daughter, she'll definitely be younger than me. And what if she's prettier than me? I won't be able to handle it. And I still, I don't feel that way about a daughter, but, um, and even Poppy, my niece, I thought, oh, is there was a part of me that was like, if my sister has a niece, I know she's going to be prettier than me. And I'm, I hope she is like, that's, that's truly how I feel. But I have always felt this way and it's yeah. hard to, this is when you started killing young girls. It's like the nucleus of who, who I am. <laughs> I feel like is when, hating younger women. I feel like when you, uh, or, or just be envious of them, not hating. Uh, I mean, what, what, how does that go? I think as a mother, you live vicariously throughout good-looking That's what my mom said. She was like, that doesn't happen with mothers. And yeah. I'm like, then I then I saw, you know, you see movies like um, Mean Girls, and you see like the Amy Poehler character. You see like Housewives, and all these women are trying to be as young as their daughters and like dating the men that their daughters date. And you're like, it is a thing. Yeah. It is a thing. I mean, I think, yeah, I think you just... Just if you're gonna have a daughter, you just have an abortion, even if it's late. <laughs> Maybe. No matter, the, do you believe that <laughs> your mom feels that way? Do you still believe that? No, I didn't think that she did even at the time. But I think I just kind of did the math of like women, older women yeah. are jealous of younger women. Therefore, why? How are moms not jealous of their daughters? Because they're like younger versions of them, and they're mm -hmm. they are examples of all the things that they could. They're like it is sad to think that you will never you're die we're dying like we have less life ahead of us than younger people that's like a sad thing to accept that you have less than someone else like you know you the way you feel about money when people have more money than you yeah. it's like w you know Sometimes, we have yeah. less years than so uh, many people i had a thought go through my head yesterday about like there'll be a cure for a disease that i will die from Three day, three years after I die yeah. from it, something like that. Like, Chris always <laughs> talks about the Native Americans. Like there was one Native American who died the day before smallpox. Or white men settled. Yeah, like, he was like, "This is the greatest land uh, ever." Uh, like yeah, you know, it was like yeah. my life was amazing, and that's actually a great story of like he didn't have to face that, but Genocide, like he yeah. would have never known. But there's always the right before. Yeah, I guess you live enough life where you go, "I'm good." <laughs> well, I'm reading this book about the AIDS epidemic. Not epidemic, but like when AIDS was like, n there was no really plan. No one was talking about it in the 80s. It's called The Great Believers. It's a really good book, but they all are not wanting to get tested because there's no cure. So what's the point? And they also feel like the government's going to track them once they're tested. Um, no one's talking about it. There's like thousands and thousands of men dying every day, but because it's like this gay thing, no one really wants to talk about it. Reagan won't address it. The Challenger explosion just happened in the book, and they're like, oh, he's going to make a speech about, you know, 14 people dying, but he won't talk about yeah. 30,000 people in a year. And, um, it reminds just, me a little of COVID because the people that died of COVID are, were overweight, they were old. And it's like, no one cares because it's, oh, yeah. and so with gay people, it's like, whatever, it's just a gay people. And then it starts leaning into, oh, well, these people are starting to get sick that you Oh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, we should shut down uh, yeah, the yeah. NBA. Philadelphia Ugh. was such a good movie. We yeah. should shut it down. Well, yeah. there's also the thing of the gay thing of um, Sorry to Dahmer even. Yeah. Like you're watching Dahmer and you realize 
it's such a story about civil rights and about gay rights because Dahmer got got to keep doing what he was doing because he was in, uh, he got gay people had to operate in the shadows and so cops were just like he would literally the cops would come over and they'd be like well, can we see in your bedroom and he'd be like ah oh, there's just a bunch of gay shit in there <laughs> and they'd be like okay well we don't want to go in there <laughs> like he could just say he could excuse anything weird in his apartment as gay yeah and they're like there's bones in your bedside table and he's like well it's just some gay stuff and they'd be like oh well go about your business we, we have a good night sir and then they here's this little boy who's bleeding out of his head that we're not going to ask about he's 14 i mean the Dahmer thing is fucking insane you guys have to i can't believe you guys haven't seen it. Yet. I saw the first episode and the last episode. What? I I was Brenna watched it, oh, so I just watched so with her. Good. I'm Which, gonna watch. Did it Did she now. say it was good? She loves it. She started watching the tapes after. Yeah, the ta- That's why Netflix was like, we got to get these tapes together <laughs> because this show <laughs> is so watchable. Let's get to the news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, uh, you heard it here first, folks. It's Wednesday. You know what that means? It is Wednesday. We're having all the swells over here. Uh, Nikki is not depressed. I'm She's swelled. having swelled. Uh, she swelled up seven days <laughs> before. Track it. Track Period. It. Bears. One week. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Here we come. Explosion. <laughs> and then another week of blood. It's great. What a life. It's, uh, it'll end soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a menopause joke, not a nuclear? suicide joke. I oh, it nuclear. And it was a, and don't say uh, nuclear, George W. Bush. Is that worse than getting hit with one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly. Why is there two U's in there? Who There's knows? There's not. IQ. <laughs> All right. IQ killer. Okay. Um, a woman was excited no! about her birth. Sorry. Was no. excited about no. her birthday trip to Costa Rica with her boyfriend when she received a message on Facebook from someone who told her that her boyfriend was in fact also in a long dis- in a long term relationship with her friend. Her friend? So, no, I feel like they weren't friends. Oh, oh, the girl's friend. The she one that messaged. The, yes. Yeah. So a girl one got a message from a girl, and the girl that messaged her was like, hey, my friend is dating your boyfriend. Got it. Yes. Soon, the two girlfriends started texting each other, Ooh. and um, since the trip was already paid for, they ended up going together. They became close friends. Both Cute. of them said, I was thinking it would probably help us both to go on a trip like this. We deserve this after what we've gone through. Yeah, didn't he like do shifty stuff where he would like change out their toothbrush and like change all of their yes. things each time they came over? They were like He's- so in, in disbelief about it that they like shared photos to make sure it was exactly him. They talked yeah. about like the gray robe he would wear and yes. stuff like that. Because it was planning, like over a year for each. exhausting. Jeez. Over a year for each. So wait, he gave up his seat to one of the girlfriends? I gotta say birthday things. Like, I'm no, tired of this up. whole thing of like, but it's my birthday. You can't, like, that details added to a story and it always, if it's a woman's, but it's, uh, and it and to top it off, <laughs> it was on my birthday. Yeah, is yeah. I'm sorry, women, we gotta stop with this birthday thing. You are entitled to your pain. <laughs> No matter what time of year it is, it being your birthday means nothing to me. It doesn't make me feel more sorry for you. I understand a birthday is a very important time to people that don't have other things going on in their lives. But uh, on the Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise, there's so many. There's been three incidents now of like, but you can't. We can't. He's gonna break up with me on my birthday. I can't leave the show on my birthday. It's just like. 
well, my the, birthday month. Yeah, it's, yeah. Bull, it's so stupid. No, it, remi- it makes me think like the girl was like, you know what? I'm mad, but I'm going to go to Costa Rica still because I'm mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll take care of it five days later. And then you keep putting it off. You're like, well, then next month we have, you know, we're going on the ski trip. So I can't say anything then. Like you keep putting things. It reminds me of like when my parents pretended to be together during my bar mitzvah <laughs> instead of be- to like just show face. Yeah. It's like when people try to quit drinking. I, I don't get the analogy to this thing. Oh, because like, so just like the idea of like not not ending it because oh, it's because like of the something. Trip. So She's like, like on my birthday, my let's yeah. deal with it a week from now because it's my birthday. Right. And I feel like a lot of people. People push things because yeah. it's their birthday. Yeah. And or that's certain thing. things like that. Yeah. Well, it's like when people, it's, it's just a way to avoid being accountable for the things going on in your life. Like these girls, like, like I said, like I, it, it makes the story a, a bit better to be like, and it was my birthday trip when really it could just be a trip that you were going to take. It doesn't matter to me because I just don't <laughs> care about birthdays. I love birthdays. I love celebrating people, but girls that identify with their birthdays in this way, unless it's a 40th birthday or like a, like a, one of the big ones, the 40 is pretty much the only big one. Um, cause it marks the time where men stop caring about you existing. Oh, it's way before that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I just feel Could like you do that with another girl though. Go on a ski no, trip. No, because I have friends. A man. That's another thing with the story. Sorry, I don't think these girls have friends. Oh, that's a good point. Because if I, I would never. I don't want to be alone brought- with an Uber driver <laughs> yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. thirty you seconds while you grab a mobile yeah. order. I would want to go on this trip with someone who I actually was friends with. This, however, that's if I was point. looking to make the news, I would have this girl or come make with the me. guy jealous. Like make the guy feel like shit. It's like look yes. at us. We're gonna still live it up, bitch. This just told me. This girl didn't have many friends, yeah. and and uh, maybe maybe or I'm miles. totally wrong. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong about yeah. this. But I, w- Noah, would you ever invite the girl? <laughs> no. But okay, the surprising thing to me was that the Washington Post, like I just kept reading through it. This article would not end. The reporter even tried to get the boyfriend to comment on it, but yeah. they couldn't. I just couldn't believe that they the pulled, amount like, of they investigating. Were, and they're like, "Do you have you guys heard about Yemen?" <laughs> What's going on exactly. over there? <laughs> exactly. Someone cheated. There's so many people that have birthdays over there, and yeah. they're starving to death on their birthday. On their birthday, they would love what? to go to Costa Rica. They got bombed on their birthday. Yeah, it just. <laughs> I don't. You know, I'm actually sad for the guy in this because what a like the girls. Like, obviously, that is a, so heartbreaking to be like lied to, and it's going to fuck with their sense of trust. What a sad person to have two separate relationships going on like that is untreatable these girls can learn how to trust again that kind of sociopathy is untreatable he is as doomed as Dahmer he will never ever have a normal relationship ever again can you say that about Adam Levine um Adam Levine I cannot believe we've name, already right? just yeah. moved on from that. And well, been did like, it come I, out that he did he actually did it get did he ever get caught physically cheating? Of course he cheated. Yeah, I he don't definitely think he got did, caught, right? but of course he of did. Of course, yeah. Of course he did. Look at him. I, <laughs> no one looks like they <laughs> cheated you know more so than Adam funny. Levine. You know what's so funny when <laughs> when you've when you're like because before that story, people could look at your tattoos and be like, "Those are cool." It kind of reminds me of yesterday when we were talking about you could finger someone and then it could become an like. An examination. His tattoos go from like cool to creepy in just one story. You know what I mean? Like his tattoos, no one was like talking so much shit about how ridiculous he looked until that story came out. And then it goes, oh, it adds up now. Yeah, that is interesting. I knew it would happen that 
that hit came go, out. Uh, well, that uh, that it would just get that we would go back to liking him again. It's already, he's already performing again. I don't want him to be canceled. Who cares? But let's just make fun of him a bit longer. Yes. (laughs) Please. Those texts. I mean, that was the problem is those memes went nuts of like, oh my God, look at that body. It makes it a joke. It makes it a joke. And everyone, but they were so funny. But then it, it just became oversaturated with everyone doing those memes that we got tired of it and then we flush that story down the drain and it's <laughs> yeah. on to the next thing and yeah. it's like yeah. let's spend a little bit more time on the fact that he almost he was going to name <laughs> his baby <laughs> after his mistress what a what a piece of shit <laughs> i mean that is that is sociopathic is so um i just there are i I think the more if, I read I about celebrities, if, I think if the wife left him, the story would keep going. I think when someone goes, "Well, I forgave him," so who are we to not forgive him? Well, if can she we skip him? ahead to the Giselle story, Noah? Can we go to why do yes. I care? Skip ahead to the good part. Yes. Why do I care? Oh, Giselle Brady. Yeah, I'm. I'm into. Are you this. fired up? And I have an actual update on this that I don't think Noah had seen yet. But this is a good. We'll get okay. into it. I saw something came out today. Yeah. Um, Giselle sacked Tom Brady over sexless marriage. The Brazilian beauty needed more. The, okay. Uh, first of all, I don't know if I trust this article. Yeah, when, this article. This is in Washington Post. <laughs> what is this article from? What it's, is this? Is from? it the Daily Mail? No, it's Radar Online. Oh, okay. Oh, it's they, radar. Yeah, it's they've radar. won Pulitzers. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah. This guy's so, been um, This is a. This was nominated for a Peabody, this, this story. <laughs> this actually, I took from a different news report because they okay. didn't include this, but it made sense. The 45-year-old quarterback does not deviate from his strict diet or lifestyle, which he considers the reason he is still able to play. And that mm-hmm. includes not having sex up to 72 hours before a game. And here's from Radar. An insider says that G- that Giselle is a Brazilian supermodel with a super sex drive, and she's told her friends she needs more from her all-American husband. Mm. I mean, that's a made-up. That can't be real. I mean, I definitely right? think he doesn't have sex before. Oh, game. he's yeah, he's in, but insane. But I don't think about- she would care about that. I think this has to do with that's him 17, being 17 more obsessed with football than his family. What like, seventeen times three? That's how many times he does. That's how many days a year he doesn't fuck. But he goes into playoffs, so that's twenty games. So twenty times sixty days a year he's not at fucking her. I think women could deal with. Wait, that. Wait, seventeen games? You said? Well, he goes to the playoffs every year. So how many <laughs> games is that? Up around twenty, twenty-one. So times twenty three. times four because it's three days before uh, yes. a game, so. and I'm doubt. But he's too <laughs> tired on the game. So four times. So a hundred days a year he doesn't fuck her if, with that's this math. Half. That's. <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost a third <laughs> us doing map yeah it's almost a third of the year based on the things that we know about a year having 365 days no it's days. gotta be so annoying the dates he's probably cuts up his blueberries in force but they used to blame her for that they used to blame her for him being like all uh, oh. crazy about his vegan diet and not eating tomatoes and not eating like anything fizzy or whatever they used to blame her and be like she's making him a little pussy and now it's like, it's the opposite story. I, what else did you hear about? Well, this oh. is interesting. So, you know that guy, Jay Shetty? Yeah. Who has like those piercing blue eyes yeah, so that yeah. everyone just is convincing themselves that he is probably smart and has a lot of... I've heard he's he's not... A good person? But no. the, you can hear that about anyone. No. Yeah, yeah he had sex with, with Adam Levine, cheekbones, I cheekbones, but yeah. every time you watch a video of his, there's that music behind it. I know, it's inspirational. <laughs> if you want to get back your life. The thing is, I used to... It's just that yeah, he's all music, music for you. 
He's only what? 35. Did you know that? Yeah. Don't. He's older. These, these self-help people. I've been watching so many videos recently of this. I sent one to Andrew this morning. Ugh. Of this guy. Of um, what was Mike his name? Mike Posner. Yeah, I said I it love. because you love Mike Posner. This story was had zero information in it that made me feel inspired but the music behind <laughs> it can i play it yeah please do it's so i want dumb. us to do our own i want to hear an inspiring the... story can we play the music behind it it could be funny. um let me find the one i sent you okay i could tell you exactly what it was because i had the same conversation with my coach I mean, it's just i really did with my basketball coach in high I, school oh wait hold on I mean, I feel like a lot of people had this conversation and you th you are waiting. These are the things with these videos. They And I will say that this is stand-ups out there putting out clips. Have something funny in the clip. Mm -hmm. Just because you clip it out, I, I wait and I watch and I go, when's the punchline coming? <laughs> when the dates when's, come. When's the... The, it <laughs> the tour dates. No. No, the, I know, There's I know. so many videos <laughs> out there that don't give you any kind of sustenance, but they give you this soundtrack in the background or they... They just convince you that something's funny is going to happen. I'm so tired of it all. Just because Everyone something needs an has origin this... story with these things. That's what. Well, when you hear Mike Posner's thing, yeah, it's just between there's a difference what between and your story about what happened. I was on the basketball team in high school. Oh, this will be good. I didn't play on the basketball team. Oh, whoa, well, he's on the bench. Quarters of the way through the season, I built up all this courage. I had a meeting with the coach in his office. And I said, Coach, why don't you ever play me? Wow. He looked at me and he goes, Something big's going to happen here. Don't play you because you're not good enough. <sighs> okay. Okay. Well, maybe more is coming. Moment, I tried really hard not to. Hmm. I cried. Oh, he started crying. Okay. I was I was crying. Something's about to happen. And I said, He doesn't know how special I am, and I'll show him. Oh, so, so he's going to show him. Was, he he's going to show him. Which was true. I wasn't good enough to play. That's why I didn't play. You know? uh, right, <laughs> right. But he's going to show him. I think that's how this is going to end. Was, he doesn't understand me. He doesn't see how good I am. And I'll show him. Okay. And not only that, <laughs> okay. no one understands me. <laughs> right. That's how I was living my life. Oh, There's a difference between similar, yeah. what happened mm -hmm. and your story about what happened. I was on the basketball team. Wait, wait, wait. It just started over. Wait, we didn't get to a point. There was no point at the end. I, I, I don't was mind the story. I was waiting and for... Then, yeah, there's nothing... I was waiting for something to happen. He was either going to show the coach or the coach was going to say something very, you know... It seems like what he thought happened Inspirational. Happened. That's what I'm... What he thought it, happened what happened. What he happened. thought happened happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the point of his thing was that not the story you tell yourself is different than the one that happened. But the story he told himself was the one that happened, and nothing happened. I guess the only thing that didn't ha is like he might have told but himself I then that he wasn't waste, good enough. I've now wasted a minute and fifteen seconds of my life watching that twice. It, I held on to every word that because I heard that music, and I'm like, this is gonna be big. And I know you like Posner. You got bit by a snake while he was walking across the country yeah. or some shit. And I was like, this guy. I need some inspiration today. I'm feeling bloated. I'm feeling soggy. Yeah. And that's what I got was I a story about him being bad at basketball, being told he's bad at basketball, and it being the truth. What does that mean? It also makes it sound like that he the music was already playing at the podcast. <laughs> like, like we should do a podcast tomorrow where the music like the plays music the, music whole is that the whole time. Well, that's how he talks. Everything is like this. When people and tell inspirational like stories, I was a young boy. I didn't have much it's all <laughs> yeah. like a rhythm to it of making you feel sad and like i saw a thing this guy he interviews like random like 
people and be like, how did you become successful? And this guy was the Nike CEO. And their whole thing, he goes, tell emotional stories. And you do learn that, like, even if you're a stand-up, even if you're an actor, like the, the Rock, the Rock does it. Fake. The Rock does it like crazy. For when you hear an emotional story, generally, if it's from someone who's strikingly good looking, (laughs) it's such bullshit. (laughs) If it's from someone who is because they're they're young, they're a four-year-old. I'm I'm not kidding you. (laughs) If it's from someone who's too hot looking and also who has propped their camera up in a way that, like. I I don't believe any of it, Watch and I see rock. it happening. The Rock, the rock is it. so full of shit. Have it's you so heard him talk about not wanting to be president? He's like, I just. He's like, he pretty much is like. I mean, I could be. Well, listen, it's something that I would love to do, and it's something that I know I would be great at. But you know what? My job, the most important job I have, is being a daddy. Oh. He used the word daddy. No, he didn't. Yes. Chris's show made fun of it the other day and Chris was like and he had to say daddy that guy is so full of shit and full of himself and and by the way most people would go I don't want to be president I I don't know what I would do I'm not qualified to be president he's he assumes yeah I'd win I would be qualified but I don't want to do it because I'm a daddy stop calling yourself a daddy that's disgusting I am I am on high alert if you call yourself daddy this is what I want I want to do a test we should both think of the most inspirational story that we could think of yeah put it on instem and watch that you would get 200,000 likes if you go that's I've been problem. sober for 15 years that, that's the thing is like I, I I even with people's stand-up clips I've been watching recently I'm like I know this trick oh I could do this and I'm so I think that's what sent me into depression as I saw stand-up clips yesterday that I was just like I could do this if I wanted to. I know every trick. I have this level of confidence. I have this level of writing style. These pe- people are being sold. Yeah. Like just but you also have processed a yeah. fake goop. It's like you're all eating at Del Taco every day for your entertainment. I just watch Dahmer. That is an excellent <laughs> show. I'm not kidding you. Dahmer respects its <laughs> no, viewers. I know. I get it. Does. it. It's just funny. I, I first started watching Dahmer being like, oh, this is a number. It gave me hope that people like that show because- but the thing is, it could be crap and they'd still watch it because people like crap. It's like I. I but this is what people do. People to be go, really famous and yeah. successful, just make make stuff that is just low bar yeah. and and fake 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 sincerity, fake um anger about things. Everything's fake, and that's the problem as a stand up. You want to be real about things, and that's where I struggle as a stand up sometimes because I'm like, I'm not really that passionate about anything right now, and I'm not going to fake like I am, but I could. That's the problem because Girls, even when someone- do you know when we do this thing that's like it's like yeah I could I could totally write a a, a whole act that just placates to women's uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Bachelorette night out, like that the to dumb girls. I think but the I just opposite of to. it. I think I have trouble being sincere without feeling fake, or like without feeling like I'm trying to get something out of it. Yeah. Even though, look, I like sincerity when it's pure. It's fucking beautiful. Like when I can when really it is tell. Performative. That's why I hate one man just- shows. They are trying to access sincerity every night. This like vulnerable thing that they went through. They have to like get to that point where they're like. Like choked up, and I will not fake a choking up thing unless mm-hmm. it is so serving a joke where everyone knows she's choking up to be funny later on. I will never take you to a place emotionally <laughs> on stage that I am not currently in. It's just so gross to me. Well, I I took a one man show. The guy that this guy Seth Barish, who was uh, Berbiglia's director, yeah, 
And this woman got up there and she literally took us to the moment through acting, which was amazing acting. Some but people it, can do it. I but don't no, mean to but say no, this for everyone. I'm not saying it was good because it took you to her place of abuse to a point where the audience, it took you to that mo- so much that it wasn't good. You know what I mean? Like you can go, I don't know, like it was so emotional that it I was, respect that more than people than who like, just yeah, fake it yeah, yeah, every no, I time. And I, if you are a stand-up that gets sincere in your act, <laughs> you take a good, cold look in the mirror about yourself. Like, I can get sincere about some things sometimes, but I don't waste more than 10 seconds on it. <laughs> and the only reason I waste 10 seconds is because I actually feel that way. I'm so sick of this performative sincerity. So I just want to say, um, I'll reveal what the Giselle tweet is when I get back oh, that by Jay Shetty because it is good and we should get to it uh, right after this. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother – All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed, cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The danger they endured. They said, my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back. And we are on a fucking roll today. We really are. Um, It's been a nice roller coaster. Yeah, the fire inside me is burning bright. (laughs) Seven days. Yes. (laughs) Countdowns. So now I know a week before my period is when I am at peak anger, but also like... I do have an enthusiasm right now. Oh, it's burning, boy. I don't... That's the thing. When I was writing down Dark Thoughts yesterday, and I was like, my next special is just going to air out every Dark Thought I've ever had. Because I'm tired of holding it back. When I watched... Like, I saw Bill Burr uh, do a joke about how women are always, like, uplifting, like, you know, Lizzo. Like, we love you. And he just... He said... Of course you are, because you're not threatened by her. And it just like cut right through. You can't me. be mad at him, even though he does stuff sometimes that you're like, that's body shaming. I'm not a big fan of that. It seems like a little misogynistic. I'm not a fan of that. That to me, I was like, he's right. Well, it goes back to when Whitney was like, yeah, shave your head. So then you're not threatened. Like, I know your oh, tricks. Like, yeah. it, that's what it my, makes me My think joke of. about, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. It's, it, with but no I, context. There was something about... Yeah, I know, like, <laughs> with no context. But it just made me think. Yeah. No, yeah. it's the same thing, but... Don't it, forget the me, tweet. The Jay Shetty tweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Giselle. just... Yeah, to close it up, I just want to say that I am worried, though, that my dark thoughts that I wrote yesterday, that I'm like, oh, this is going to be like the crux of my new special. I'm not going to be able to re- recreate those dark thoughts every night because I'm... I'm in a dark zone right now, and I feel like I don't want to be insincere by bringing writing these jokes and having to recreate them every night on stage when I'm not feeling it. But maybe some people want that in a performer where they're like, it's a show, bitch, put it on, get into costume. But I'm someone, I can't go to see Broadway shows because I don't want to see people have to perform when they might not want to. It's so very I, hard when you're in a depression state to, you don't, you don't want that to last. Yeah. You don't want that to be no. your thing. And Beca- I write jokes in depressions that I cannot support you know, it, in my normal state Damien sometimes. Rice or whatever, the singer, he always talks Still about- a little bit of your taste. Yeah. Yeah, from in Closer or, or Closer. Closer. Still a little bit of- <laughs> Yeah. So he writes from a very sad place. Yeah. And he said it's He always very- writes on the floor in the closet. Yeah. 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 yeah with big jeans on. <laughs> with a gun in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> with big jeans on. Okay. So Jay Shetty, yeah. the guy with piercing blue eyes- <laughs> He wrote, a, uh, you know, on Instagram, he posted like a tweet that said, you can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent oh, with yeah. you. Read that again. 
I hate read that again, by the way. Yeah, I couldn't be consistent um, with that that's sentence. That's an erope. What did it say one more time? It Sorry. is an erope. Re- read that again. You, it's oh. so it's so crazy and poignant what I just said. You might need to read it again. Yeah. You can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you. Read that again. You can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you. Read it again. One more time. I am in a, I'm stuck in a Jay Shetty loop. <laughs> He I'm got you. He got you. B- bullshit loop. Um, and then underneath that, Giselle, and this was on comments by celebs. They caught this. Giselle commented a prayer hands emoji. Ah. So that is our biggest clue yet because she has been mum. I mean, we can't really trust these like friends of hers. That you insiders. know, insiders. Yeah, insiders. Well, he was not consistent in retiring from football. Maybe that's what he, she's talking about there. With you, it says inconsistent with you. I think it's um, and yeah, that it was inconsistency of being yeah. like. I, I think he got back into his life and was just, and and he's so obsessed with football. There's nothing. There's no room probably for anything else because yes. it requires that level of obsession. And as someone who's dated someone in TV production, and I told him like, I can't. If TV productions like that, like people work 20 hour days and yeah. then they sleep for two hours and then they start again and you're like, I can't be with someone who works in this like level mm-hmm. of like obsessive work that it's like these and then there's time off, but it's still like I, I don't think I could do it if I were Giselle, date someone who was that obsessed with their work. I mean, I... I- I think like also she's in a job where like look she makes mil- she makes more money than him I've learned like twice as much like crazy amount of money but like she was a model her life she gets celebrated by being young and gorgeous and whatever like that profession that's what that is yeah and I feel like it's like okay well you had your football thing mm-hmm. now it's time to pay attention to like I feel like sh- like her profession's done in a sense of like what that is, right? And like football, you only have a finite amount of years. I mean, it's like modeling. Athletes yeah. and models are very similar. Yeah. You tap out around like 27. So I'm sure she's just like, okay, downhill. I'm done. It's time for you to be done. Let's enjoy each other. Yeah. We don't have to keep pushing for this. What's he going to do when he actually has to stop? Like, what is he, he going to do? He already has a $300 million dollar deal to do, to be broadcast. I know, but he doesn't want to broadcast. That yeah. guy wants to play football. Forever. What is he, and that's the problem, like, when models and there is, or or in athletes, there's there's a end to this. Yeah, That's shorter off. than any other career. And it sucks because those people are sometimes the most dedicated to the profession of anyone. And yeah, yet who we get are to work you forever. when you're done working? If if comedians had to quit around twenty, or if I was like an old comedian right now, because if if I was modeling, I'd be an old model. Yeah, that's what kind of my it point be, is with the Giselle thing. It would thing. be like, devastating. Yeah, like I would be. You'd have to go. I don't care how much they're paying me to do anything else. It would be like hard to, you know, I could do other things. Also, but it would Giselle, be hard to have it taken from you. Giselle is told by the world that you're the most gorgeous person on earth, which she is. She's gorgeous. But the guy you're sleeping next to is looking at a playbook instead of looking at your tits. Yes. And it's like, it's well, got to feel. that happens to every woman, no matter how gorgeous she is, you will eventually, that <laughs> keeps me, that helps me sleep at night too. No matter how gorgeous you are, you will 
<laughs> yeah. have your, your man will to get tired of fucking you at some point because it's like at least tom brady has a pretty good excuse okay, like he's like a quarterback for yeah. 20 million yeah. there's a guy not looking at your tits who's like making four dollars yes people people act shocked football. about the adam levine thing like <laughs> but he's with bahati how could he ever go after these yeah. instagram models that aren't as cute as her and it was just like you think that's what this is about? Are yeah. you that stupid that you and think naive. models can't get cheated on? What? I mean, maybe I thought that when I was 14 years old, but how do adults think that if you are a certain level of hotness that you won't get hurt? And by the way, there's a secret part of me that thinks that too because sure. I am so jealous of hot girls that I think their lives are perfect. So, I mean, I kind of am a snake <laughs> eating its own tail right now. <laughs> IQ. The, the, it is funny IQ. to think that, like, to think of a guy, like, a woman be like, how do they do it? And then they look over and their husband's playing fantasy football instead of fucking them. Like, or just looking at photos of Tom Brady instead yeah, of fucking them. Yes. <laughs> like, like, every, yeah, dude, I mean, it's, you know, you got to keep spicing it up. And, and I, you know, yes. I think Tom Brady probably, he's not tired of probably sleeping with her. He's probably just tired of sleeping with anyone except for a football. Final thought. Last night we were watch, watching Bachelor in Paradise and there is exciting stuff that's about to happen. So usually on the show, Bachelor in Paradise, it's like a bunch of singles that you know from the Bachelor franchise go to this island and they all every week, you know, the guys will have the roses. And then, um, you know, and there's an uneven number of guys and girls. So like some girls will go home because they don't get a rose. Then the next week, the power dynamic will shift. The girls have the roses and they bring on new people to spice things up. Well, this season, based on like the um, preview last night, everyone's already coupled up kind of and like what? everything's kind of like where it is and safe and like steady. And next week they are, they, the host goes, girls pack your things up and the girls have to go stay at a hotel when they bring in new a new batch of girls that are. And Chris <gasps> and I have been watching and being like the caliber of hotness of these girls is not what we generally expect from the bachelor and may, you know, and if I walked on the Island, they, they would be like, who is this? sand goblin like I, these girls are way hotter than me so i'm judging i'm saying these girls aren't hot enough but they are hotter than me no judgment but you expect a level from bachelor and you're just like and i also think as an older person watching the show beauty standards are changing so much that what i think is attractive for a man is no longer what is attractive to younger girls for a man does that make sense? Yeah, or or attracted to a younger guy. Yeah, like yeah and, yeah, and women with filler and different things like that. I think the women are beautiful, but Chris is kind of like I'm a little disappointed in them, and I'm disappointed in the men. But I think beauty standards are changing, and this is just a young and it's yeah. So anyway, but the girls that are coming in next are fucking smoking hot. Like they've they up there they saved a batch. So they're coming in and they're walking in. It's definitely done on purpose. It's amazing. I'm so jealous of this. They, I think they took a page out of F Boy Island and were like, we need to up the ante and make this a little bit more vicious. Because if you, if you know Bachelor in Paradise, have ever watched that, this has never happened before. I mean, one or two people will come in and they'll be a hot girl, but they've never sent the girls away and been like, sorry, you just have to. And this girl's like, so I just have to sit in a hotel by myself when I know that <laughs> on my, my birthday, on my birthday, and we're like, your birthday, you said your birthday was two weeks ago. What's going on? She's like, I mean, and my mom like was in labor for a really long time. It was interesting when we would do it on F Boy because sometimes, well, if they were 
even or a little bit lower, there was no way no they jealousy. were. There was no jealousy. But if Casey walks in, everyone loses their goddamn shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was like. It's all about attractiveness. And that's these girls, like, you can and tell. And newness, new things. Yeah, new, yeah, and it doesn't matter if they're hot or not. Like, new guys like new. And women that's are why, not yeah. that into new. I don't know if Tom Brady, like, a month after divorcing Giselle will be like, I got to fill in. Another woman. I, it'd be interesting. No, I, it'd be I interesting to see who we'll he see dates next. We'll see him with people, but I think it'll be like Tiger Woods. You know, like we'll see him date people not, that uh, like you not know. a model. But it yeah. is weird to me that those two I always thought were just such an exemplary couple. But you they, know, like, he left his other. Yeah, the woman but I just before, go because was, he met this woman that is so perfect for him, and they are meant to be, and they have this like blended family, and everything just seems so perfect. She's so supportive of him, and he seems supportive. It just. Kelly I know Ripa. that everything's not perfect, <laughs> but it Ripa. looked perfect. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting to me that they both get to go fuck new people now and like fall in love again with a whole different person. We're going to watch Giselle get married. It's going to be on People Magazine. There's a guy out there that Giselle is going to be married to the rest of yeah. her. Pete Probably. <laughs> that would be unbelievable. That would be awesome. Or what if Tom Brady dated Pete Davidson? Now that, <laughs> that would be unbelievable. Oh my God. I like the new Pete Davidson Taco Bell commercials. Uh, He's adorable. I, I love him. I love him too. Yeah. He was yeah. always, yeah. I, it would be, in, it's going to be interesting to see who they date. If she dates someone younger, Isn't he dates someone younger, and how they get, how it gets. Can viewed. you imagine getting married and being married for, they've been married, what, 12, 15 years? Mm. And thinking this is it forever. And then now being like, I get to go, I'm, I, I mean, I know it's like tragic, but I just, there's, I don't know why I romanticize it so much, but I love older couples breaking up and being like, this was fun for now, but now I'm going to go fall in love with someone else. Like I love on Dahmer, his, I think it's so cute how Dahmer's dad and the his stepmom, Ro Molly Ringwald, have this like youthful relationship of like love and compassion and they're like old as fuck. There's something so yeah. sweet about that because you never see that because by that age, it's just like they're not cute anymore. Sometimes you see, oh, my grandma and grandpa still flirt on TikTok. And it'll be like, look at my grandma and grandpa. They still love each other after all these years. And it's like them sitting on each other's lap. And you're like, oh, that's so sweet. And it's one in a million that that is still as cute as it was the day they got married. But isn't the Dahmer, it's a stepmom, right? Yeah. So it's, renew it's new love. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. like that. I like the idea that like old people... I don't think a relationship's a failure if you go, we did 15 years, that it, for this time in our life it was good, but now I'm gonna go meet someone new and have a new whole new life yeah. that I thought I would never have. I think there's something very exciting about that. I wonder if like, they're at the age too, what, 45? She, how old is Giselle? Similar age? Yeah, probably. So, I mean, they're young enough where they they got a oh, lot of fucking They are to do going still. to have... Great. Yeah. I can't wait to watch what happens with their relationships. He's going to be dating Katie Holmes. She's going to be dating The Weeknd. I mean, things, he, <laughs> I guarantee you, she will be dating The Weeknd. He dates everyone. If he becomes single, he might play until 55. He might just keep, he yeah. might, that might be the only thing that was keeping him from not playing. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, he's having an okay year. It's so okay. embarrassing to, oh, really? So how's it Pretty going good. for him? I mean, this year hasn't, it's not, Things aren't lining up well. Like, like if he was playing great, he'd be like, "Yeah, you're. It's good. Leave Giselle." Yeah. But he's playing just good enough where it's like maybe you should have quit. You know, that's the thing. I would you rather retire on top like Seinfeld style, or go out and play as long as you could and just always be remembered as a great, but kind of like fade out. 
Because I just watched Pujols last game the other yeah. night. And it was just so intriguing to me that everyone was like, it's his last game. And I'm like, every single one of these players is going to have a last game. Like, there's something so sad about that. It just reminds you of death, kind of. Like, there's going to be a last for everything you do. There's going to be a last podcast that we do. There's going to be a last time that yeah. I go, hi, Noah. There's going to be a last time that I'm like, bye, Andrew. See you tomorrow. There'll be a last time for everything in your life. It's a little Sam Harrisy that I'm getting into this, but the, I think that I had a friend when I was depressed send me a uh elna baker she does um she's a producer on this american life and she sent me this piece that she had been working on that never aired about depression and man i wish it would have aired so badly i'm like dying for her to put it out in some other way because it was so helpful i was kind of like i don't need this right mm -hmm. i'm depressed i don't want something that's gonna help me that's like the last thing i need and it was during my quiet time <laughs> That's such a funny sentence. <laughs> the last thing I the need is something that's going to help me when I'm depressed. Well, if you're someone that's who suffers with depression. No, I get it. I, I get that. You don't want the cure. You don't want cheerful. It's just a walk give me around time. the block yeah. does not seem like it's going to do anything. Making your bed doesn't seem like taking a shower. It all seems like just shut up and let me just die in here. But um, <laughs> it was about how we are constantly suffering grief in our lives whether it's the end of a relationship whether it's a job that you thought you were going to get and even imagined having that job and you didn't get that job a job that ended that you did have like we're constantly having these mini deaths and we don't have any kind of mourning period and in fact we don't really even have a mourning period for actual deaths like we have a funeral and we have a wake and then it's done and a lot of times it's like back to work back to normal and you know they this a psychiatrist in her piece says that the in Judaism, it's like the only culture that actually, you know, the only modern culture that we actually talk about. And, you know, there's there's probably other tribes that do longer mourning processes, process, processes, processes. I don't know. But uh, yeah, the, that you guys do Shiva. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't know this. There is like a song that is played maybe on Friday in church, whatever it is, that is so. Um, joyous that people that are in mourning are kept outside of the temple so that because it seems it's too happy for them because they're still in mourning so for a month after their loved one passes they wait outside the temple and then people come out to go get them because they're being respectful of like we don't expect you to get on board mm -hmm. we like and i love that i love that like you're able to well, you got to give it time to process then really it. process it. And yeah. no one's forcing you like, come on, sing happy birthday. It's like, no, I don't want to because that's actually not honoring my sadness. By like, And I think that. Yeah, I listened to that Sam Harris where he was talking about like how long should you mourn? Like you could mourn too long, right? Like you could allow it to completely take over mm. you. Is that the one you were? I don't know, no, it was like, it was like a month ago. Elna's thing that I'm talking oh, about. But, but it was just about how we don't acknowledge, like when we're all sometimes, you know, even me, I'm like, I'm a way a week away from my period. It's like, or maybe I'm mourning the loss of a life that I just had, where I had some time off, and now I'm getting back to work, and I'm literally as dumb as that sounds, suffering a little mini death of like this life that was pretty fucking mm -hmm. good and allowed me to breathe for once in my life and. I'm mourning that. Maybe I'm mourning the like I'm moving to LA for a little bit. So I'm like, oh, I'm mourning leaving St. Louis. I'm, you know, my dog doesn't really like being around me anymore. I tried to take him home the other day and he like looked at my parents' house, like, I want to go back. And I was just like, go back then. And I just opened the car door and he went sprinting back. Like the all these little things yeah. that I think 
you know, maybe that's it. So it's just, I think it's interesting to pay attention to things in your life as like, I think it's hard when you go, when someone goes, well, you know, with every, with every end, there's a new beginning, but that new beginning is not going to compete with being an NFL quarterback. I don't care what you say. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of the time, maybe it will, maybe it will. And people say you die peacefully in your sleep. Like people that have witnessed death, it's like, you're like gagging on blood and you die. Like, it's not fun. Well, do you think if you ask Seinfeld, you go, does comedian in cars getting coffee as fun fulfill as you as Seinfeld? Does it fulfill you as much? Maybe. I bet it does. I Maybe. He seems funny fucking happy, but Look, he meditates Larry David a lot. Still yeah, but he does curb. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was able to fill it yeah. with that. I mean, I, you know. Who knows? You know, so Pujols, the answers all, they all exist in another podcast because we got to go on this one. Thank you guys so much for listening. Just has to end? But it's <laughs> yeah, my birthday in six months. <laughs> uh, is it really? So, yeah, it's probably six months exactly. Who knows? Uh, no one's counting except you, I am obviously. every day. <laughs> <laughs> You're 42 and a half today. Is that right? All right. Just a number that's big. <laughs> <laughs> Who's counting? Uh, I am. Years. I'm going to die soon. Jealous. Nuclear. <laughs> Nuclear. Uh, thank you for listening. Don't be cut. And Jack. Jack. um, Jackson Andrew Brown looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results but also empower you with a sense of complete control enter Conair Girlbomb your secret weapons for smooth sleek results made just for women from the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades you don't have to compromise and settle for less Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with the season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.